Hey everyone, welcome to another great episode of the Smooth Business Growth Podcast where we share 15 minutes of fast-paced, pure marketing strategies proven to move the needle in your business. So I'm your host and Captain Lindsay Phillips and I'm the founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth where we help busy entrepreneurs attract and acquire customers faster through powerful and consistent content marketing. In fact, if you go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com then you can download your social media roadmap to help you do just that. So today we are going to get into some good stuff on one of my favorite topics because we're chatting with Rob Greenlee, who is VP Head of Partnerships at Vox Nest and Spreaker. And he is the 2017 inductee into the Academy of Podcasters Hall of Fame and former content and business manager with Podcast TV at Microsoft, Xbox Live and Zoom. And he does host, of course, the SpreakerLiveShow.com podcast. His rap sheet is long, my friend. So clearly he knows his stuff when it comes to podcasting. Um, So gosh, we could speak to him forever on his expertise, but today I want to focus on analytics and podcast success tips. So let's set sail. So welcome aboard. Yes. Thanks for coming. Um, yeah, I was saying earlier, your your rap sheet precedes you. It's like massive. <laughs> yeah, longer than my arm. No, <laughs> that's awesome. And it just goes <laughs> to show that I mean, podcasting is taking off even more so. It is wildly successful and popular, and but there's still some entrepreneurs that haven't you know dove into it quite yet. So for anyone that's starting out, what types of goals should we have? kind of going into that content marketing strategy. Yeah, I think that the big thing to do is is exactly that. Um, have a goal for what you're doing and get get um, get some focus anyway. It doesn't have to be like a written formal business plan, but mm-hmm. just kind of get it in your head what you're trying to accomplish with your podcast and and um, and basically establish some really basic goals for what you're you're doing the show for and, and also think about the focus of your show and, and who you're trying to reach with the content of the show. And, you know, it's never going to be perfect and it's definitely something that you're going to evolve and change over time as you learn from your audience and as you learn as a podcaster. I mean, this is a fluid thing, but you just need to have a mental position on someplace to start. And I think that's the, that's the biggest thing. You're not going to get it right the first time. You're probably not going to get it right for the first three or four or five episodes. But yeah. at some point, this thing is going to click with you. And it's either going to work or it's not. And, and it, just prior to the show, we were just talking about this term pod fading. And one thing that, that doing this process at the beginning a little bit, you know, even though it may be a little on the, the basic side, is to keep you from doing what's called pod fading. And that's, that's where you start a podcast. You do like maybe seven or eight episodes and you run out of steam. Basically you, you run out of things to talk about, or you get um, kind of frustrated because maybe your audience isn't growing as fast as you would um, hope it would. And you get discouraged and life gets in the way and, and stuff. So if you plan a little bit and set some modest goals, just realize that your first few episodes, you're probably not going to get anybody listening to your show. Realistically, it's going to be a very, yeah, it's going to take some time. So you need to be patient with yourself and that needs to be part of your plan too. to say, the first few episodes, I'm going to learn how to do this. I'm going to know, mm, I'm going to learn how to true. use a microphone. I'm <laughs> going to 
know how to share this in social media and, and market it out there. So, you know, that's a lot to think about at the very beginning, but it's really important. That's so true. And I always like my first few videos and my first few, you know, podcast episodes, like to me, I'm like, they kind of sucked. <laughs> and you're like, you have to yeah. go in like thinking that they're probably not going to be the best and you're nervous and it takes a while to get your groove. Right. I feel yeah. like I should reinvite those guests back. Yeah. To have, like, a <laughs> exactly. <review. laughs> exactly. Could I do that again? And you probably can. So, I mean, I've been, been a guest on podcasts multiple times. So uh, if you're starting out at the beginning, like, like I said, very few people are going to be listening to you at the beginning. So don't get too freaked out. If you, if you mess up or you do something a little bit wrong, just learn from it and learn fast. This, this is a classic example of fail fast. <laughs> yeah, um, no kidding. You know, I failed and, to succeed. Yeah. And, and, and learn each time you do the episode. And uh, what you'll find is that as you get better, your audience will grow. And as your audience grows, it becomes more important for you to stay really focused on what your goals are. So um, just kind of stumble your way through it at the beginning and then just kind of, you know, blossom and grow and kind of learn from the process and listen to other podcasts too. Yeah. Listen to other successful people that have been doing this for a year or two or three or more. Um, you know, it'll really help you. I agree. And it's like, for me, my goal was to simply share content mm -hmm. and to help entrepreneurs and give great tips. Um, what I didn't realize and kind of factor in was the connections and the relationships that I've made, you know, with having people on my show or me yeah. being on other people's shows. I didn't realize it would have that much of an impact on me, but it really mm -hmm. does. And that mm -hmm. honestly is the part that I love the best. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> now, some I know go into podcasting to like, oh, I'm going to make money off of it. I'm going to monetize. What is your response to that goal? I would say that most podcasts when they start out are, are not going to really be able to effectively monetize because they don't have any audience yet. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so you need to get really practical about it, but, but going back to the goals really quick, um, what kind of show do you want to make? Do you want to show where you're trying to support another business, uh, like a consulting business or mm -hmm. some other company that you work for, or you're just trying to be a leader in it? That's true. You know, that, and then, yeah. And then kind of um, back up and, and think, okay, do I want to do a show that has advertising in it and make my show directly? And if you do, then what, what I would do is, is um, go out and get, get yourself associated with some affiliate programs right. um, or, or, or get in the game of running advertising. Because one, one of the things that you, you will find very quickly is doing a podcast is really all about setting audience expectations. And you need to be able to fulfill that. And oftentimes a show will do uh, many, many episodes over successive years and not have any advertising in it. And then all of a sudden one day, I want to make money on this thing. And they add advertising to it and they lose a bunch of their audience. Oh, interesting. So, so if you um, come into it at the beginning with a clear goal of what you're trying to accomplish and, and have that stuff, it doesn't have to be a big effort on your part, but what it does is it helps you learn how to like do a host read or to mm -hmm. talk about a sponsor or something like that on your show, go to Amazon and get an affiliate program. And if there's some product that you just love uh, that you use in your daily life, uh, promote it on your show and, and just don't take a big chunk out of your show, but just 
you basically establish a place in your show where you're going to talk about some sort of sponsor message and that sets you up for the future because a lot of, a lot of advertisers that want to advertise on podcasts want to advertise on podcasts that are already running advertising. Mm -hmm. So, because they know that the audiences are used to, um, used to hearing that. And they also know that the, the host that's doing the reads knows what they're doing when they Mm -hmm. do the reads too. That's a very valid point. Um, so in kind of tracking to figure out, you know, how is my show successful or is it, um, I know, you know, Vox Nast and Spreaker, they track analytics and stuff like that. What analytics should we be looking at as podcasters? Well, first of all, I wouldn't focus too much on your analytics because okay. you may get get a little depressed, especially at the beginning. <laughs> so, so just just focus on the content. Focus on the show at the beginning. How you produce it. What does the audio sound like? And then once you start, once you've done like maybe five or six episodes, um, go ahead and jump in there and look around and see what your numbers are starting to look like because. Early on, you're not going to have a lot of numbers, so it's mm-hmm. not going to give you a lot of valuable information. But as you get up to like your third, fourth, fifth episode, and you started to market it, and you started to tell your friends, and starting to share it, uh, and and share it to your professional community or or whatever the focus of your show is, get in there and start to see what the trend lines look like on the the demographics, uh, who's listening, male, female, uh, how long are they listening? And that's, that's also a component that's available on like, like a speaker type platform is that we track time spent listening. Nice. And then Apple is actually starting to expose that now uh, more and more too through their login is that you can see uh, how long your audience is listening to your show to different points in your program. Mm And so if you match that up against what you're doing in your program, you can kind of see where people like maybe stop listening. So like at 10 minutes and 50 seconds, I see a drop in the Apple platform about people actually listening to my program. You can get a sense on, on segments and content transitions and, and what you're doing in your program that maybe turning people off or right. because you want people to listen all the way to the end if you can. And, and a lot of listeners to podcasts do do that. I think it's like uh, 85% of podcast listeners listen to the, the whole podcast. So nice. it's a pretty high percentage. It is. Um, but, but if your content has like a big disruption in the middle of it or in the beginning of it, or you're, you're playing, um, you know, you're, you're not getting to the point early enough in your podcast, you may be losing people early in your show. And these Mm. new metrics can actually help you with your content too. So it's something to think about as well, but then there's the basics of how many downloads you're getting, how many plays that you're getting, what devices are you getting, uh, listens on. And I think, yeah, that I love to look at Yeah, and that's a very important one, too, because you may not be exposing your show to all the platforms out there. If you're getting a lot of listens on the particular platform that you're on, but you're not getting a lot of listens in iTunes or you're not getting a lot of listens on Android, then maybe you need to focus on getting your show into platforms that are available on Android or driving people to find you on various platforms that maybe you're weak on. That's true. And now what would you say are, I don't know, the top five platforms that we should at least start out with? Well, actually, Apple is number one. Yeah. Uh, and there's a variety of kind of um, platforms inside of that, too. So you have like the iPhone and iPad and 
iOS and, mm-hmm. and um, Mac and things like that that will break out in your stats. So you you know it's it's really a matter of kind of rolling up all those numbers on the Apple side. Um, just keep in mind too, Apple getting in the Apple catalog will get you into lots of other third-party apps out there that tap into the Apple's catalog. Um, so I mean, a lot of third-party apps on Android as well as iOS tap into Apple's podcast catalog. So. Yeah. Getting on Apple's um, catalog is the most important. And then I would say uh, next on the list would be like Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's another one. They have good good kind of kind of install base in cars and autos right now. Uh, and then probably the third one would be um, TuneIn. Uh, TuneIn also is the default audio player for the the Alexa or the Amazon Echo smart speaker, smart assistant um, platform, which is growing and doing very well right now too. So mm, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, so that's the so if you owned an Echo device or something like that, you can just tell the Echo device uh, play such and such podcast, yeah. and then you'll find your podcast if you're in TuneIn. So, um, so I would say that one, uh, I heard radio is important and you can get in through various platforms and Spreaker is one of them. I mean, Spreaker did the original podcast deal with iHeartRadio. Awesome. Um, so, so you can certainly get in there. I mean, a lot of the hosting platforms are working aggressively to make it really easy to get into all these platforms. Yeah. Um, and, and make it as simple as just pushing a button. And I mean, that's, that's really my job at, 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 uh, Vox Nest and Spreaker is to help that process work with platforms to make it easier for podcasters to get their shows out there. Uh, and then there's a bunch of smaller ones out there. There's Google Play Music. Uh, there's um, uh, um, there's uh, Sonos. There's, uh, you know, getting your show into Spreaker is important uh, as well because we have millions of people listening to podcasts um, as well. But those are the, those are the, the main, main ones. ones. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, it's like the more you, the more you get out there to those directories and, and what have you, the more, the bigger audience you're going to get, you're going to reach more people, which is, which is what you want. Yeah. And so when we're start, I guess when we're starting out, but even when they're, you know, we've been doing it for six months, kind of the thing, what kind of expectations should we set? Cause sometimes we have no idea what to expect walking into it. You know, how many downloads should I have or like, how do I measure the success and the progression of my show? Yeah, I think it's really easy to get kind of caught up in numbers like that and, and, and get kind of, kind of competitive and, mm-hmm. and think, Oh, I'm only getting 500 plays or 500 downloads of my show. You know, it's a failure and stuff like that. But, but, but I think you need to get perspective. Um, when was the last time you got up in front of 500 people and did a presentation? I mean, most people that rarely ever happens, right? Right. So, so if you're only reaching 500 people or even two or 300 people, that's, that's success in my book. And it depends on what your goals are with your show. I think if you're trying to build an advertising show, um, yeah, you got to worry about building big numbers. Uh, if that's your goal, uh, if that's your focus, but if you're trying to build a show to support your professional industry, or you're trying to build it to support maybe your consulting business, um, it's perfectly fine to get a couple hundred listeners to your show. I mean, those are a couple hundred potential customers or Absolutely. clients of yours. And the, the biggest thing that you need to do is develop very close and deep relationships with those two or 300 people where they feel very connected to you and, and engaged w- with you. I mean, even if you can meet up with as much of your audience at events and 
connect with them on a personal level as much as you can, uh, I think it really drives your success forward because then they'll tell other people. So they're like your evangelist out there. So, so if you want to build a big show, you have to build solid relationships with the audience that you already have. Yeah, that's a good point. And it's, and it's quality versus quantity too, right? It's, yeah. Are you engaged? Are people, you know, are you getting feedback from people that they're enjoying the show? They're getting a lot out of it. Um, and the relationships even that you have with the people that are on your show. Um, I mean, that's been a huge amount of value for me and, Mm -hmm. um, I get a kick out of, you know, having someone on my show that's on the other side of the world and yet you're connected through this podcast and entrepreneurial world. And I just think it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest value I think that I've gotten out of um, being a podcaster is is just the connections yeah. with the people that, that are listening on my show over the over the years. Those are valuable connections. So Absolutely. Uh, and it, they, they continue to bring back benefits to you because what you're doing is you're doing a value exchange with people. You're, you're adding value to their lives mm-hmm. and then thus they feel more compelled to add value to yours. So it's, that's, that's what you're doing. Um, if you do a podcast that really connects with people at a, at a personal level too. Yeah, I agree. Um, so 15 minutes goes by fast, but I would love for you to share um, just a success tip to, you know, inspire or give a tip to those that are fairly new to the podcasting world. I would say that the biggest tip is just be patient and, and focus Mm -hmm. on your content, focus on your people connections. This is a word of mouth medium. And, and what that means is, is that your show will grow in direct proportion to people's willingness to share um, to others about your show. So that would be, that would be what I would orient myself to as my, my number one success tip. I like that. It's very, um, yeah, it's like organic and authentic and it's, yeah, I really love that. I think that's what podcasting is all about. Um, so how can people find more about Spreaker, about you and tap into more of your wisdom. I mean, there are so many more topics that we could talk about, but (laughs) (laughs) there's, there's like a four hour podcast. I know, (laughs) Um, but, but really the simplest way is I'm on Twitter um, at Rob Greenlee and that's with two E's on the end. Uh, You can connect with me there. I'm, like I said, I'm with a new company called Voxnest, uh, which actually owns Spreaker and Block Talk Radio, and that's at voxnest.com, V-O-X-N-E-S-T.com. And uh, you can learn about our kind of new pro-level podcasting platform that we've uh, rolled out here. Um, and uh, it's really powerful, but, but Spreaker is still there. There's no changes to Spreaker. <laughs> this doesn't impact anybody that's currently doing shows on Spreaker or Block Talk Radio. Yeah, it only adds to the the power of the overall platform yeah. that we're building um, at at the company because we're here to help you succeed, and that's you know as a podcaster, and that's that's what it's all about. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, Box Nest grows because I knew, uh, yeah, you're launching stuff today, and and uh, it's got some exciting um, yeah. benefits in there for sure. Yeah, well, great, uh, Lindsay. I appreciate you having me on your program. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, well, folks, this week's 15-minute cruise to move the needle in your business has come to an end. I know it goes by fast. And I want to thank again our guest, Rob Greenlee, for being on and sharing his podcast expertise. Now, if you are looking to achieve faster growth through podcasting, of course, and blogs, videos, social media, look no further than smoothbusinessgrowth.com. And I wish you, of course, a profitable and productive week. And may the winds always be at your back. Thank you.